want to admit it or not, I'm a creative and I'm running a business. When creatives develop multiple paths of income by using their God-given talents, it is imperative we, creatives, find an accountability partner in business, a smart and savvy bookkeeper. You know, someone who won't be afraid to tell you the truth. You know, I sat down with my accountant. He said, I got good news and I got bad news. Okay. I said, what's the good news? He said, the good news is you made a lot. I said, what's the bad news? The bad news is you spent more. April is tax season, and as some folks have taken care of paying and filing their taxes, others of us, like us creatives, have been busy searching for the next gig or producing those products to the point where a date like April 15th, or in this year's case, April 18th, can sneak in with a demand to pay attention to those books, those receipts, those invoices, and yes, those taxes. Interludes continues with our monthly installment of our financial literacy series. Meet the founder and CEO of Booked and Busy Bookkeeping Services, LLC, Janelle Hippolyte. She believes accounting is the language of business, and if we creatives don't want to learn, Janelle is ready to teach you. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is a part of our financial literacy series and brought to you by Booked and Busy Bookkeeping Services, LLC, dedicated to keeping you booked while you're busy running your business. And now, all the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just like this So let's get down, let's get down to business Hey everyone, welcome. I'm Val The Voice Johnson and welcome to another edition of Interludes. Ah, can you believe it? We are in tax season and I figured it's best to get people in here that know about taxes. I am wonderfully happy to introduce you to the owner and founder of Booked and Busy Bookkeeping Services, LLC. And she helps people virtually as well as one-on-one -on -one with helping small business owners as well as personal do taxes and the like. And she loves to help you, which is wonderful. Let me go ahead and introduce you guys to Janelle Hippolyte. How are you? Hi, Valerie. I'm doing well and I'm honored to be here to chit chat with you today about everyone's favorite topic, taxes. <laughs> I know. I can I can almost hear the drudgery of the people swelling up. Oh my gosh, she's gonna talk about taxes. No, the fun stuff. But before <laughs> but before, <laughs> let's let's talk about your start. Book and busy bookkeeping services, LLC. I love that title. How did you come to that title and what inspired you to get started? Okay, so the way I came up with the name of Booked and Busy Bookkeeping is because I, I thought it was cute, it kind of rhymed, but I also like the saying Booked and Busy. That's kind of like a 
popular saying for all the new entrepreneurs now, oh, I'm booked and busy, I'm booked and busy. But I said, okay, if we're all booked and busy, we all need bookkeeping as well. So I I took that popular term and paired it with bookkeeping and and with the help of my husband, came up with that name and it just really stuck. A lot of people loved it. And then I came up with the phrase dedicated to keeping your books while you're busy running your business. So it, it ended up having a life of its own after we came up with the name. So it really stuck. But to give you a little bit of background of my my background, um, I have bookkeeping experience from about 10 years ago I started. Um, and I actually started in a small window company uh, with this guy named Bob. And when I started, I honestly was just in, in college and I said, hey, this job's hiring, let me go in here. Right. And come to find out he needed a receptionist slash bookkeeper, but he didn't even believe in using computers. So Ooh. I was literally keeping his books with a general ledger and a pencil. So I was, you know, it was kind of annoying. Yeah, very much old school. Very much old school. He wouldn't budge. He didn't want QuickBooks. He didn't want Excel sheets. He wanted everything done by hand. So me, as annoying as it was, I'm grateful for that experience because it literally taught me bookkeeping from the ground up. So like literally keeping receipts, we're not taking pictures of receipts, we're taking the actual receipts, writing it down in a journal. Um, and we're doing every, yes, <laughs> we're doing every last thing manually. And that's honestly where my love of bookkeeping kind of came from. Because I figured if I can understand it to the T manually like this, I can take this, my knowledge and automate it in a um, bookkeeping software or Excel and you know, I can start applying for real big corporate jobs in, the co in accounting. So that's kind of where my accounting career began. And um, just to fast forward a couple of years down the line, I got hired to work for an, um, a, mean, a marine construction company. And I mean, we were reconciling bank statements, like about 30 bank statements a month. Wow. It got crazy. It was really a lot. Um, but I learned a lot about accounting there as well. So one day I was doing the payroll wires and I actually looked, clicked in to see, I accidentally <laughs> checked to see who um, everyone got paid, how much everyone got paid because we had to transfer a certain amount to okay. the payroll account. So I clicked it and I saw everyone's paycheck. And I noticed that I was the lowest paid person in the office. Oh. Oh, and no. I, yeah, so I'm just mm -hmm. like, I know I'm working hard, like something's not right, you know? So I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna start taking the knowledge that I've acquired over all of these years and applying it to help in my own community. Because a lot of people I know like surrounding me were becoming entrepreneurs and, you know, they knew I was into numbers and finance and stuff. So they would say, well, one friend of mine had a, uh, well, someone in the my neighborhood had a restaurant and she said, you know, can you help me with some receipts and stuff? So I started to help her and I actually added a lot of value to her business. So I oh. said, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. I'm just going to go ahead and get the knowledge that I need. Yes. And apply it and help my own community. So that's where really the idea of booked and busy came from. 
And so with that, I just really started, everything started to fall into place. I got my certification mm -hmm. in um, QuickBooks. And right now I'm, start, I'm studying currently to become an enrolled agent. That's someone who does taxes on behalf of the IRS. So I'm actually tr being trained by the IRS currently to help people, you know, save money in taxes and basically get that certification. So, you know, I, I to prove that I have the knowledge to help people. So, and I, um, all of a sudden I started getting clients. It really started with my friends. Um, he had, one of my friends had a photography business, which is currently still a client to today. And I started helping him get his stuff together. And then I met another accountant and she actually outsourced all of her bookkeeping to me. So I started getting clients over time and everything, like I said, started to fall into place. And I just feel like this is where I need to be. So now I'm just digging deeper into finding different types of clients and we're um, focusing on service-based businesses so I can help people save money in taxes and get and organize finances. That's the main thing. Okay. <laughs> now I, I have to say this, people that have an affinity toward numbers, I think it starts at a young age. Mm -hmm. Is that the case with you? To be honest, no. <laughs> I was never like the math person. I never was. But what I liked about accounting is that it has to make sense. It's something called double entry accounting, right? So there are two sides to every transaction. So if we're making a deposit, I know this would sound crazy for people who don't understand accounting, but you know, you have to debit um, the cash account and credit whatever else, um, revenue account. So basically there's two sides to each transaction. And if something's not right, we have to find a solution. Why, why isn't this balancing? It should always balance at the end of the month or at the end of the period. So I think that's what, where my love of it came in from the financial um, analysis part of it, like trying to dig in and find out where those errors are because mm -hmm. it has to make sense. It has to make sense. So I think that's wow. where my love of accounting came from. Not so much the numbers per se, because I'll be honest with you, I was not the mathematician, but I did have a strong love for the financial analysis part of it. Yeah. And, and that's the core piece of bookkeeping and accounting. Yeah, so Janelle, you are now reminding me of my mom. She <laughs> was a school clerk and was the accountant. She used to always okay. tell me, Valerie, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and she ran the school like she was the principal. But I'm almost 100% sure that she was probably the lowest paid. And I just heard what you said, that you it was an accident, but yeah. it was a callus for you to start Book and booked and busy. What has been one of the most challenging in teaching your clients about the importance of accounting for mm -hmm. their money that they bring in as a business? 
Right. So there's been a few challenges, I'd say, but the main one, I would say, they're not applying the knowledge that I'm giving them to okay. save them money. Because at the end of the day, these are a lot of strong-minded people. They come right. to me and they're like, they're already running businesses. They already, you know, know everything. So when I'm trying to explain to them things that they should do to, you know, cut costs or, you know, save money, they're like, eh, well, maybe not. Like, maybe let's just do this. And I'm just like, you guys hired me. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to help. Another thing is bookkeeping is not just, oh, okay. Oh, you're going to handle my bookkeeping. Here you go. That's it. Bye. This is really a two-person job. I need certain information from you guys, from, from the entrepreneurs, so that I can do my job properly. Like, for example, I need source documents, such as bank statements, um, payroll files. I need information so that I can help you. And sometimes it takes, people don't have the time to like sit down and just like, okay, let me send this stuff. You know, so I like to create a system with my um, clients where we have a, a, a document sharing file where, you know, people can just upload their documents. It's, it's safe and secure. We're not emailing. Um, so I find that that can be like a challenging part because if I don't get something on time, it's delaying the whole process of me reconciling your bank accounts, me categorizing your transactions accordingly, and you ultimately getting your financial statement. So it's, it's teamwork. It's teamwork. So especially in the beginning when we're starting, because I'm just getting used to um, your, your documents mm -hmm. and, and things like that, your paperwork. But as months go by, you know, things will start automating and I become familiar with things that I don't have to ask for certain things. But it's just that beginning process kind of, that's like one of the biggest challenges, I would say, um, not getting certain documents on time from clients which yeah, is a major I, key. <laughs> I know, and I, I have to admit, and I'll raise my hand as one who has definitely had my accountants go, yeah, we just need the document. If you could just get it to us and just kind of pleading with me to get that to them. And my deal is go and try to get another job or to book the next thing, right. or to book the next thing that I do via the interview. And it's like, I have to sit down and so I call my Fridays financial Fridays because that's when I take the time out to do the things financially regarding my necessary. business that I don't necessarily like to do but it's it's a necessary evil very necessary because and and that's just a lot of entrepreneurs period they they're busy running their businesses like you said yeah. it's a lot you're already wearing multiple hats you have to do the advertising you have to do promotion. You have to do so many things. You have to pay the rent. You have to do so many things. So finances kind of get um, dropped to the bottom of the barrel because it's like, eh, I don't understand it. Ah, let's just not deal with it until you get that letter from the IRS. And it's just like, oh man, I should have dealt with this sooner. So it's, it's pretty much, I would say like, I think um, Financial Fridays is an awesome thing to do for all business owners because if you're not doing the bookkeeping, you need to hire somebody to do the bookkeeping because it's not something that you can really work around. You know, if you want to continue to make money and you want to scale your business, you have to have your numbers in place. You have to understand your numbers. You have to really become familiar with, 
your bottom line. That's that's the main thing, your bottom line. You want that to increase over a period of time. So it's so necessary just to spend some time or hire somebody so that you don't have to really worry about it so much. They can handle the back end for you. Make this money, take this money. Ain't no way you can take this money. Ain't funny, shake it, money, take it, money. Now let's do it entrepreneurs came into their own business, especially after March 2020 during COVID. It just was a necessary evil for people to create their own lane, especially if they either got laid off or lost a job or had to relocate just based on what was happening in 2020. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a free, I, I was a freelancer for a very long time. In other words, I did photography, I did videography, and a lot of times I would charge, you know, a set amount. And then I had my accountant recently tell me, hey Val, you need to make sure that you also charge the client taxes. Now, since we're in, in tax season, I figured, let me ask this question. We talked about this a little bit earlier. So I wanted to make sure that I asked this, what is one of the main tips that you'd like to share with entrepreneurs that are in that gig um, economy where they do a gig here, a gig there, and they charge, let's say $2,500 for a job, but they did not think about the taxes. What would you suggest to those entrepreneurs and people that are freelancers who go from job to job or gig to gig, but then thinking, I need to charge taxes. What would you, what would you tell them? Okay, so great question. Um, first of all, it, it all depends on your entity. Um, if you're selling things or if your business is set up to pay sales tax, mm -hmm. if the state told you, okay, you need to pay sales tax. First things first, charge your clients the sales tax um, according to the state on every invoice. Every invoice, don't skip an invoice, make sure you charge them that state, that sales tax, that's one. Okay, because if not, you're coming out of pocket um, when you necessarily don't have to. A lot of people do that in the beginning because they're still learning. Um, but let's get that straight first, charge them that tax, one. <laughs> Two, another idea that I can suggest is to open up a savings account for your, business um just a tax savings account it doesn't have to oh. be like just a plain savings account specifically a tax savings account and whatever money that you have come collected from your clients for the sales tax um you can actually like 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 you said valerie like if you pick a day during the week and say um we can let me roll this money over that i that i've earned from sales tax for the week into this tax savings account so you just Stay consistent with doing that, or even if you do it in the month and when you're reconciling your bank statements, you say, okay, I collected $48 in sales tax. Okay, so once once I collect that, okay, let's move this over to my sale, my tax savings account. That's there, you don't have to worry about it. So when it's time to make those quarterly sales tax payments, all you're doing is paying that money, paying that bill with the money that you already accumulated in your tax savings account. Um, Another thing, another idea for the, the freelance world, um, get to know your deductions. That's one mm -hmm. thing for mm -hmm. sure. 
um, the government, the IRS, they favor business owners. So once uh -huh. you have an EIN and you know you set up your entity, whether it be a sole proprietorship, a partnership, a corporation, you're entitled to tax benefits that you know the in our average individual doesn't even get. So for example, if you're a freelancer and you have to travel to different gigs and you know, you have to take Uber, right? You have to take Uber to go somewhere. You can totally deduct that as a travel expense because it is for your business. So I there's so many different things. Like if you have insurance for your business, that's a deduction. Anything that's a qualification for you to like in any type of expense that you have incurred in your business, most likely it is deductible. So that I would say become very familiar with those um, expenses and make sure that you're keeping those receipts for those expenses. And the best way to do that, I know the old school way is, okay, we have a paper receipt. <laughs> yes. And a lot of people still do that. You know, you have to actually find what works for you. There's no specific way to do something. But now I would say take a picture of it and save it in a file, maybe on your laptop. So it's there, you don't have to worry about it. Um, and you don't have to go through a whole bunch of receipts at the end of the year to say, okay, I paid this much in this. So yes, so that's another way. Deductions, deductions, deductions. Understand your industry, understand um, what deductions you qualify for and open that tax savings account. Another yeah, one I, I would say, another one I would say, um, which is a major one, um, pays estimated taxes. Okay. Mm -hmm. People might hear that and say, what? <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> I know. What is it? Honestly, <laughs> right. Honestly, if you're a freelancer or if you're in business and you receive income from someone, someone's paying you money, you have, you're, um, you have to pay taxes on that income. Now it's easier. We don't have to think about it when we're working nine to five. Why? Because we already have federal tax withholding and state withholding automatically coming out of our paycheck. So it's like a no brainer, like, okay, we, we're not thinking about it. But as business owners, we have to make that a priority. We are the ones responsible to pay those taxes. It's not coming out of our paychecks because it's just not, we're just getting that money directly paid to us but we have to pay federal um, withholding. So that basically consists of self-employment taxes, which is um, your social security taxes and your Medicare taxes. So that's basically 15.3% of the income that you make from your business. So if you're not paying the estimated taxes throughout the year, which is another, another word for estimated taxes is quarterly tax payment because mm -hmm. you, you're supposed to pay them quarterly. This is basically to save you from a huge tax bill at the end of the year. Right. Nine, nine out of 10, if you're a business owner, you are going to owe taxes. So I suggest you set up an, an account um, on the EFTPS website, and that's basically a, a federal tax payment website, or you can go to irs.gov, which is a simpler way to do it. And it, it, it's, it's called direct pay you can pay your estimated taxes there or any other tax liability that you may have. But I suggest estimated taxes just to avoid the, the big bill at the end of the year 
which a lot of us are going to see if you haven't paid any estimated taxes this year. And I'm just saying that because I've been there too. I, I've been there. So <laughs> I think I think one of my apprehensions in starting my business, and I actually have a single member LLC, is okay. the taxes. And that's always been my worry. And then when I was able to hire someone to help with that, I still had to be responsible and come up with, okay, the mileage log, okay, the bookkeeping, okay, the tracking of the expenses. And it's like, okay, I, I cannot get away with this. I've hired them to file, <laughs> but I've got to do the work in collecting all of my information. We are literally a couple of days away from you know, taxes being due. Should any one individual either uh, a W-2 or a W-4 employee that, that works and, you know, they get taxes taken out versus someone who is also a, a business owner. Should we fear when we do have to owe the, the tax man? What, what should we do? I mean, okay, so when you do owe, you should, first things first, is reach out to the IRS. And they have different ways where you can make payments. You can set up a payment plan. They're really easy going with that because, you know, they want their money. <laughs> so they're going to make that process. <laughs> they're going to make play. that process an easy going one. <laughs> they don't so, play. Yes. yes, no, they don't play. They don't play. Um, but, and also to keep in mind, <laughs> keep in mind that there are two different types of interest and um, penalties that they'll, um, that you can incur. Right. Um, failure to file. That's actually the higher of the two and the failure to pay. Ooh. Failure to file is more expensive than failure to pay. So that's something that you should just keep in mind too. So like, like you said, the deadline is approaching on the 18th. If you feel like your taxes will not be completed by that date, reach out to your accountant or whoever does your taxes and say, hey, I need to file this extension. That's huge because that will save you from the failure to file <laughs> penalty and interest. Yes. That's me. <laughs> yes. And it, yes. And honestly, that gives you some time to get your taxes together. The deadline for the um, extension is October 17th, 2022. So you have time, you know, that gives you a peace of mind. It doesn't, it releases the pressure of, okay, I have to do this right now. If not, I'm going to get. Okay, it's okay. We're it's a lot of us in the same boat. <laughs> We're all in the same boat. Like, okay, I do not have it together. I'm gonna have to do this extension. So that's that. You can reach out to um, your accountant to do that. And you can also do it on irs.gov. Um, and that can they have an enormous amount of resources to help you with any type of documents, any type of filing that you need. Um, so you can go ahead and go on irs.gov and get the extension form and go ahead and file it because just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a Nike commercial. Just do it. <laughs> yes. I'm serious. Don't, don't mess yeah. around with that. Yeah, it and adds six months to your, you know, for you to get it together. So I, I suggest go ahead and do it if you haven't done it already. And if you were to say... The big, I said, asked you about the biggest challenge. What has been your biggest success with booked and busy bookkeeping? 
Oh, so I have a lot of I have a lot of those, but I just just overall saving people money, like and also saving people money. That's the number one thing. Saving people money on taxes. I, I help people look at their quarterly um, earnings and determine you know how much we, they want to make payments and then they don't owe at the end of the year that's the great thing and if you don't owe, sometimes they may get a refund which is great for an entrepreneur it's not common <laughs> but that's awesome if you can take advantage of all your deductions and end up getting a refund back it's amazing but also my biggest success I love, love, love having my monthly meetings with my clients so they can see how much they earn and mm -hmm. see their money growing. Like, you know, a lot of times people have been in business for years and they have no idea what their numbers even look like, how much mm -hmm. they're spending. I love doing that initial cleanup with them just to show them, okay, your expenses are 60% of your revenue. Like, that's a lot. Let's see how we can scale it down um, and save some money. So yeah, so that's that's one of the best things. And just seeing them and they're just seeing them so grateful, like, wow, like I didn't even know I was making this much or I didn't even know I was spending this much. Um, you know, just just helping them with that revelation is really, is really a great feeling for me. Um, I love to have my finances organized. So I know that other people would appreciate the same thing. So I just, that's really my highlight. That's why I do it every day. So they can understand it and be aware of how serious a, a tax penalty is. Cause sometimes mm -hmm. people don't know, like you said, in 2020, everyone was opening up a business, but a lot of people weren't doing their research to see what's required. You know, what do I need to do in order to keep this business running? In order to keep it profitable so i'm in good compliance with the irs there's so many things that come with being an entrepreneur and i'm glad to help my clients realize those those things wow and and that is i think that's the reason why you are booked and busy janelle if people want to find out more about your business booked and busy and to get some advice on how best to do and serve their small business, where would they go? Absolutely. So first you can start by my website at bookedandbusybookkeeping.com. I can be found on Instagram, Booked and Busy Bookkeeping, as well as Facebook, Booked and Busy Bookkeeping. And there's where you can find my booking link. And I, I offer free 30 minute consultations. So I'm happy to get to know someone um, get to know their business, find out what their business needs, and just assess and let them know how I can add value to their business. So those are my platforms um, right there. So I'm just, reach out, reach out. If you're booked and busy, you need booked and busy bookkeeping, okay? <laughs> you need it. And if you're not having financial Fridays like Val every Friday, you need to hire a bookkeeper. It, it's something that needs to be done. Accounting is the language of business. If you don't understand it, if you don't care to understand it, that's fine. <laughs> hire somebody to help you understand your business. Because that's what determines your business, the numbers. See, that, what you just said, is golden. Ladies and gentlemen, Janelle is dropping the mic. <laughs> <laughs>
And with that, Ooh. oh my gosh, thank you so much, Janelle, for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. I'm Val the Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. To learn more about how Janelle Hippolyte keeps her clients well served, please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Next time on Interludes, hear the short stories of compassion, growth, and love from the authors of I Am My Father's Keeper, Six Daughters Who Love Their Fathers, on the next Interludes. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble, Coach Tony, and Val The Voice Johnson. Interludes Extra presents Talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music, movies, and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in the chat on our Interludes YouTube channel. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, written by Michael Womble, produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson, original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Booked and Busy Bookkeeping Services, LLC, dedicated to keeping you booked while you're busy running your business. Learn more about how they can help you have financial peace of mind by calling 862-251-8503 or visit their website, bookandbusybookkeeping.com. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Interludes Facebook group, visit the website, linktr.ee forward slash Media. Media.